Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Hashtag Anime Talk. This is episode 38. You guys got 37.5 last week, which was our panel episode. Thank you to everybody tuned in. You got a little double dose of anime talk. Y'all didn't have to wait that extra week, so we're back again. Not a lot of news this week, but as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Chris at SJE. Chris, how you doing? Has the panel high come down? Because for me, for me, I'm back into to real world stuff. Yeah, right. back into real world. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That, that high lasted for a long time. Like it felt like whenever we did that panel, it just felt real good. And I, I was I, I was riding that feeling for a few days. Like I didn't come down off of it for a hot little minute. But you know what I'm saying? I'm back to I'm back to reality. Not saying I'm not fully deep into the world, but I'm focusing on like the next moves. Yeah, no big facts. Trying to get to the next con 100 percent But yeah, man, not a lot of news this week. We could get into it. We only really have two news topics. This show's mainly gonna be us reviewing my hero. Uh, Fire Force and One Piece Stampede, which we'll do at the end. That'll be like the big finale because we both saw it. You saw it dubbed, though. I saw it subbed. I'm gonna, I can't wait to hear how you thought the dub was because the sub for me, I was just like, yes, I'm in heaven. Like they had so many people just sitting there reading the Japanese subtitles. And I was like, this is how, this is, this is how it's supposed, this feels good. This feels right. Yeah, everybody's watching <laughs> One Piece in the, uh, in the theater. <laughs> like, like you said, the crib. Like, yeah, man, and it just, it feels good that One Piece made it to Lafayette, because, like, and it didn't make it to Lafayette before, Dragon Ball Z kind of started the wave, my hero carried it, and now we got One Piece here. Hopefully that continues. Like, they had, uh, like, for for the specific one, I I feel like uh, it was a little bit different for my hero, and a little bit different for the Broly, yeah, for the Broly movie, but not that different, because usually when you get big movies come to the theater, it's like, them bitches be in the theater for a hot little minute. You feel me? Like usually the the what is like two weeks, three weeks, two well, months, bro- like for the longest. Broly and my hero. Oh, you talking about anime movies or just normal movies? Regular movies. Oh yeah, regular movies are in there for like four weeks. Four weeks. So literally, this one was just there for two days, and it was really there for one day. It was like one showing a piece for sub yeah. and one for dub. Well, and then look, they had one for su- sub, one for dub, and then this Tuesday, to, when this episode comes out, there's another one that's going to be out for subbed, and then I think on the Thursday, there'll be another dub. So My oh, okay. Hero... twice. Yeah, so My Hero got two weekends worth, so did DBZ Broly, this got four days. Okay, well, that's not, that's not bad. I'm, I'm just thinking it wasn't getting as much as the other two. But oh, I, no, I'm it, it definitely see, didn't. I'm just glad to see they're both... Um, like the My Hero movie, I don't know about the Broly movie. I'm pretty sure though, but I'm I'm glad to see we're getting the sub and the dub in the theaters to give fans that option to like, I want to watch it dub, I want to watch it sub. Bro, and I just have like if they I, had just dub, a lot of sub people would be mad. They had just sub, a lot of dub casual watchers would be upset as well. So I'm glad they're doing both. Oh no, that's a great move by the theaters, and if Funimation made that call, good on them. But if I'm the dubbed American actors, I'm feeling a type of way. Like, you're in America, fam. You're not watching the dub. Like, that just goes back to our conversation we had about quality of dub last week and how it needs to improve. So, like, that's not a thing. Because, like... But see, this... Like, I feel like that... Like, dub will always be popular, but 
if the four kid dub was still around for One Piece specifically, it wouldn't have made it to the theaters. Like the dub wouldn't have made it to the theaters at all. But uh, I feel like all the all the dub movies we've been getting so far have been fire. Like the you you watch My Hero sub in the theaters? Yeah, oh, bro, you know you know me. I would have watched Dragon Ball Broly subbed in the theaters if we would have had it, but they only gave us the dub for that. Oh, they only gave us the dub. You're right. But for my hero, they definitely gave us sub. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, they man, definitely man. gave the sub for my hero, and I was in, I was in that bitch head first in the sub saying, "Let's go." <laughs> man, you know I had to put up for the dub. It's, I, I gotta clarify, man. I'm not a dub. Like I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> You're the dub guy on this pod, bro. I'm low key the dub guy because I'm really the either way guy. But if my my preference is dub, so I I, I guess I do kind of consider myself a dub guy. Oh, but, if your preference is dub, then you're a dub guy. Well, n- let me not say my preference, but like, no, it, it is kind of my preference because usually if I could go for dub, I'll go for dub. But if I listen to the dub and the dub is unbearable, then I'm gonna do the sub for like no matter what. You're not just one of those dub only people, because I know people who are dub only and like refuse to watch the latest up, like caught up on one piece on the dub, but will not watch anything further because the dub's not out. Like yeah, they've stuck forever. If I was a dub guy, I'd have to wait. Like right now, I'm I mean, rewatching Demon Slayer and the English dub just to see how they how they do the English voices. Cause I'm super, super, super uh, critical right now on that shit. So they're on like episode three. I watched it. I literally watched it live on Toonami Saturday night. Uh, and it, it, I guess Tanjiro's kind of growing on me, but it's really gonna determine if I if I like the dub or just like the dub whenever you get to Zenitsu and uh and Osuke. Mm-hmm. But um, at the same time, like I love a lot of of sub. Like with Demon Slayer specifically, is why I brought it up. Like that's like one of my favorite subs to watch because like the the Japanese voice actors are so amazing for that show, and there are certain. Um, Japanese voice actors that I will always associate with characters, no matter how many times I hear the dub or Big you know what I'm saying. I always hear that 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 Japanese voice. Like even Goku starting like the female uh, voice actress for Goku, even yeah. she starts to like grow on me super hard to where like I could go either way on uh, Sean Symbol or or oh, her. But bro, I can't take the the uh like big kudos to the Luffy dub because I know that lady is super super popping and this is no slam on her but like bro i i don't know how you sat in there and listened to gummo gummo no black <laughs> like no fucking way dog that's not my luffy my g <laughs> no, uh-uh. like, i'm not gonna lie funimation luffy's dope like i like funimation luffy uh no way oh, I, i'm not gonna God. say better than i'm not gonna say better than the sub but equal. you clowning I, I, you cl- bro, so you you gum gum black elephant. <laughs> what the fuck? It didn't sound. It didn't sound bad. I'm not gonna lie. I, either that, or I'm just like used to the voices. I was watching One Piece on and off sub and dub. Like I was watching it on sub when I was on uh, Hulu because Hulu only offers sub. But when I was on like the Funimation app or when I was on, uh, I think it's just the Funimation app that has the dub. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm just picking at you, man. I'm just I'm just having a good time right now because we don't have a lot of news and we're just giving the fans a little sub extra into the sub dub convo. But no, I, I do feel I, I do like the fact that there is uh, a sub and a love. Oh no, I, I love that. I, I love that the they, they, they have that of people having to have just one people could kind of interchange too because we all know we talk about it every time we talk about the most solid you know like the top three best dubs of all time that you won't watch sub over dub. So it's not like we're like elitist. 
Once yeah, we decide to finish. But I, I love the fact we can have that conversation and kind of promote that too, you know, because I feel like... And the thing is, we're just joking with each other. Like, none of this is like us being malicious to either side. Like, that's what, like what you're saying. Like, I know I may be coming off as like the snobby sub guy, but it's like, nah, bro. There's dubs no, that I've I only watched. I be going hard on Twitter, like on the on the sub, like the sub elitist. But at the same oh, time, out- I, like I love. Oh yeah, they be going crazy. But I love both sides. I'm just glad people got that option to. Cause back in the day, bro, like imagine when the Pokemon and the Digimon movies were coming to the theaters. Uh, when the anime was in its first prime, back when we were younger. Oh, straight English. Um, yeah, you're not getting a sub option. So now, imagine if we were just getting English dub, and uh, like a lot of anime fans would be mad, like. Like, you would be upset if you had to sit through English dub, One Piece. I know a oh, lot yeah. of people would I wouldn't have watched it. The, my Hero. If I'm going to be perfectly honest, for My Hero and for One Piece, I don't know if I wouldn't watch it in theaters. I really don't. Like, Dragon Ball Z, I will always watch because, like, shout out to the GOATs. Like, no matter what crazy shit they're doing in the studio, they still the GOATs. <laughs> like, I got to call a spade a spade. Like, shout to my guys. But... In Cowboy Bebop, I, I went watching theaters dub. Like those two, like I will always go watch anything they do dubbed. But like, if I'm being 100 honest, maybe My Hero would have got me in the theaters because I really love that anime. And that's no slight of One Piece because I love One Piece a lot. But like, One Piece for me is like Naruto. I I I can't. I just can't. Like Naruto, I can't watch the dub. One Piece, I can't. I need my Uzumaki Naruto and Mugiwara. Like, I need that. Like, that feeds my soul. Like, the way you love Zenitsu and Inosuke, like, the way they they say things on One Piece in Japanese, it feeds my fucking soul. And see, that that's that's one, because the Demon Slayer dub already started. So by the time the Demon Slayer movie comes out, uh, I'm pretty sure the Demon Slayer season one will be finished in America as far as English dub. Oh, yeah, so 100%. when we do get a movie, I'm hoping we get sub and dub, but that's going to be one I'm honestly going to go see the sub in the theater. I'm not going to go pay for no fucking dub to watch that shit. That's what I'm saying, bro. I'm not like there's some that I will I will give my money to graciously, but there's others that you just won't catch me. And Demon Slayer is one that, bro, I got to go see my, my Japanese homie say, Tanjiro, like I if I don't get to hear him say Tanjiro like that, if I, I, I like this, this is my big thing. This is what I, I'm, I'm gonna be the most critical on in the Demon Slayer dub. If he, if Zenitsu's um, voice actor doesn't get the Tanjiro right, the 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 wine, the Nezuko wine, if he doesn't get that right, he's out of here. Yeah. And you know my favorite character is Inosuke. If they fuck up the hilariousness of Inosuke and make him kind of like a Chad. I mean, he kind of is a Chad-type character. But they make him like, like his voice like... They're going to make it too American-y Chad-y. Yeah, they, like if they make him sound lame, I'm going to be so mad. I'm like, bro, Inosuke, he, he's... Whatever you want to call him, but he's not supposed to be like lame, like annoying. Uh, yeah. I do feel like I, I see... And I, I'm one of those people who I watch the My Hero dub. It's interchangeable for me. But I do understand the complaints about Bakugo and Deku's voice, because they're not... Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say I, that. You know how I feel about that. <laughs> I've been watching... Uh, man, I've been watching My Hero Season 4 dub. I've been watching it sub and dub, though, low-key. I've been watching it, like, multiple times. Ooh, jeez. We'll get into that, too. But speak good transition of the Demon Slayer stuff. Let's talk about one of our only news topics today. The Demon Slayer movie released another trailer. It was, like, slightly longer 
it's basically the same thing. It told people that the movie was coming out in 2020 because some people were confused. Was it coming out later this year? And I guess they want to put a clarification out. But like, I always assumed it was coming out in 2020. I didn't think we were getting it this year. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. They had my hopes up because there was like a, they announced October 22nd or 24th. And they were announcing the announcement. They were like, uh, "Yeah, it was oh. like an announcement of the trailer, exactly." Exactly. And everybody was sitting like, "Oh shit, the movie is dropping on the twenty second. And then I was sitting there like, "Oh shit, it's about to drop." And then I looked at it and I was like, "Wait, no I don't way. think that shit's really about to drop." So there's no way they would drop that shit that willy nilly. Like you got a movie, you got to slow build it up. You can't just be like, "Oh, the season's over. Here's a movie." I know y'all wasn't expecting the movie, but boom. exactly, since, especially since Demon Slayer manga. Ha- is like the top selling manga right now. Like it's killing. Like it's up there with One Piece. Like in t- not not in terms of total sales, but just like for like months or something. And like the stock's going up ever since the anime finished. I know I, 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 that's low key news itself because that broke that broke Twitter. Like I saw a lot of people happy and I saw a lot of people mad. I and look, people who are upset like. One Piece is still the the top dog. Like, don't get it twisted. Demon Slayer just had a bump in popularity because a lot of the American speaking audience is just like can't is like what me and Krissa normally would do is oh we can't wait for the next season. Let's get into the manga. That's what that is. That's that spike in sales. But in terms of the company seeing the spike in sales, that gives them hope that they can also put this movie into theaters. Because if they were yeah. gonna just re- if they were just gonna release it after the season, that was just gonna come out like that. I don't see that going in the theaters. They have to build up anticipation to like show that American audience wanted in theaters. Exactly, and I feel like with 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 Demon Slayer passing up One Piece, it's just like a the, the little sales and the ranking. It's not like all time. It, it's, it's it's just one month. Uh, it's, it's literally one month, and it's a beautiful thing because it's a good sign for Demon Slayer. And you know One Piece is not going to be at number two for any long amount of time, you know what I'm saying? Like One oh. Piece has never left the number one spot for more than, like, what, one month, two months? Max, like, top, I feel like. And then on top of that, not to cut you off, once My Hero, this arc gets picked up, that those sales are going to increase. Like, it's, it's, it's going to be a fluctuating thing between One Piece, My Hero, and Demon Slayer. I don't think any fan base should think of that as, like, oh, your anime sucks or your manga sucks. Like, no, bro, it's just... Um, it's Japanese audiences buy this shit weekly by Shonen Jump, but then you gotta look at it, American audience catches on to this shit at weird spots in time. Like, I guarantee guarantee you that after season four of My Hero ends, wherever it ends at, the My Hero sales are gonna jump as soon as that, like, the month after the season ends, I guarantee you the My Hero sales jump. Like, it's just because audience are catching up. Exactly. It just takes that like I'm pretty sure when Promise Neverland anime dropped, the um, as soon as the season was over, people started reading the manga because that's how Big that's fact. how shit goes. They build the hype, and that's why anime even exists. Anime is the promotional tool to get fans and consumers to buy manga and yeah. anime and merch. But um, like a lot of, of shows like Digimon and Pokemon and uh, Beyblade, Monster Rancher, all these shows were based off of games to get you to buy the games. But it's literally it's capitalizing off of the IP of the manga. It's that's exactly. literally what an anime is. And see, Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z did that, but then Super came out. They wanted to capitalize on the games and the figures and just have more content to where they could eat off of all their other venues and lanes. But um, with the Demon Slayer specifically thing, how they passed up One Piece, people was trying to use that as like a. They had a lot of people that would bash Demon Slayer, so a lot of people would take that and be like, ah. They beat One Piece out for this month, so they can't be that trash. If like nothing 
it's, it's even in the same ballpark as One Piece. So that could be used as a bargaining to 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 get the naysayers out of there. But nobody should ever be sitting there like, ha, ah, Demon Slayer finally surpassed One Piece. Like that's the ninja, like only watch Demon Slayer type people. Like yeah. that really think Demon Slayer is bubbling that hard. Cause I, I feel like a lot I saw a lot of dumbass people on Twitter um arguing that they thought Demon Slayer surpassed One Piece. Uh, like total, it's like no. Oh yeah, no y'all y'all wildin', bro. Like, y'all y'all are wigging for sure. People using that one little small win. Demon Slayer, that. I I don't know if they've even passed up Promise Le- Neverland in total sales yet. Like no, I don't being... think so because Promise Neverland has been around longer. Yeah, Promise Neverland was like the top manga, like I believe. If like I think that's what got me to read it at the end of last year before the anime came out was like because it was the top manga without an anime and everybody was like, whoa, what the fuck is this? Like, nah. Exactly. That, That's that the first shit. time I ever heard of it. I heard Forever World cover it. He was just doing the top sales of the year and he was like, Promise Neverland, what the fuck is this? Like, how is this this high? He's like, I'm going to have to peep this out if it's if people in Japan rocking with it like this. Yeah, and then we saw what happens. But yeah, good for Demon Slayer. You guys can expect the movie come 2020. It's just the next arc. We'll cover more as we get closer to it. But uh, Chris, uh, speaking of Dragon Ball Super promotional stuff, I don't know why you get upset about this, my guy. You know, there's none of this canon. This just these DBZ, this DBZ heroes trying to get the fan base riled up for y'all to talk about it like you about to do. I, exactly. I just want to see. I, I I wasn't mad as as far as Twitter was uh, really mad. Like I saw a lot yeah, of people Twitter responding was to you was mad. I thought it was funny, and I. This is one of the ones where it was almost unanimous. Everybody was mad. But, like, two or three people were like, I don't see why everybody's mad. They were, like, being a contrarian. I think <laughs> this looks dope. But with the topic is Super Saiyan God Trunks. And he's on which the cover. A, which isn't even a real thing for fans out it's there wondering. definitely like, not even a real thing. It's not even a real thing as far as the universe of heroes, if I'm not mistaken. Like, they, the new episode just dropped today, and I didn't watch the new episode yet. I've been seeing little clips of it. I see it's something involving Gogeta, or he's about to be in the next episode. But uh, I haven't seen anything about Trunks even being around. Like Trunks came around the first couple episodes of uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes. Yeah, Trunks was Trunks was there when I was still watching. <laughs> yeah, but he he ain't been in that bitch in a while, bro. Like ever since, uh, you know, food the purple dude with the glasses. Yeah, don't ever don't they have another one called yeah, Rise or something? Uh, hearts, 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 been, hearts yeah, hearts. There holding it down. He's basically like food, except with more drip. Like he's like a drippier version of him. It's weird because they just kind of replaced him out of nowhere. But this isn't the type of show you should be taking serious like that anyway. Looking at it like, wait, where'd this person go? What, yeah. what about the continuity of the? It's just fights. It's just to sell the cards, it's big facts in the game, and the uh, figures, the figures, yeah. the cards in the game. Uh, that's that's all it's there to do. But at the same time, it does give you quality Dragon Ball content from time to time. Like, I know a few months ago, or a few episodes ago, should I say, uh, a clip went viral of, I think it was either Goku fighting Zamasu or Goku fighting Hearts. Mm, it, was like the Goku, a, it was Goku fighting Hearts because I even saw that. Yeah, because everybody was talking about how that was dope. And they had a couple fights after that and before that that were dope. Like, they had a... Uh, Kanba uh, versus Cooler. I saw that one. They had a combo versus uh, Jiren after that. Yeah, that it was just, just uh, it was a crazy spiral of fights. And if you if you like that kind of thing, if you would love to see just like if you're one of those people who just sitting there like, man, I love the Dragon Ball uh, Boo Boo Saga arc where they had the uh, the tournament. It was like Majin Vegeta versus Goku, and it was Trunks versus Goten. And it was Videl versus all the Majin Ball head niggas that beat her ass. Like I feel like 
this is the show for you. If you wanted to see nothing but fights drilled in back to back, it with no real plot, no real talking exposition. You just want to see something as if you were playing a game and you were like playing your favorite match, like random match, and you would just see that like animated. Sometimes they hit or sometimes they miss because certain episodes are definitely like trash. Better than others, yeah, no. But then they got them certain episodes that are classics. But with the Trunks thing, this is probably the funniest thing I've seen, I've seen in a long time because the way people are reacting to it, I never thought they would react to it like this. They're saying he looked like Cat Williams. I saw him, people say he looked like Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, they say he looked like Knuckles, bro. I was calling and that not even, and not even, and not even Knuckles. The one that you know, the, the you know the way that Knuckles. Yeah, Uganda, Uganda uh, Knuckles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he looked horrible, bro. Like I don't know what Yamamura was thinking. They were talking about how uh, when I when I first saw this design, I thought it was just a random new character. I'm like, oh, Heroes stole a new character with long hair and whack. Nobody <laughs> wants to see this bullshit. And then I'm like, everybody's talking about his trunks. I'm like, trunks. So I look, I'm like, oh no, this Super Saiyan God trunks, y'all are out y'all fucking top. Like, if they didn't like push up one of his like, if they'd have left all of his hair down like normal instead of pushing up one to look like a spike and then another one on the other side, like if they didn't do that dumb shit, it would have been fine. That, that shit just looks so ridiculous, and his his drip was hundred percent gone. I felt like they're nerfing the fuck uh out of, out of trunks, bro. I, I was talking to um Fade. On Twitter, because he had, he had commented back on it, and he was like, hey, don't ever disrespect Trunks like this ever again. I'm like, son, is he the new Gohan. He's basically getting nerfed back to back to back. The way that they disrespected him on this cover, I think this is the cover for the uh, Dragon Ball Heroes card book. Like, they got a book every year they drop, and it's like the anniversary book where they show all the cards they've dropped, and all the cards they've dropped over the past year since the last one. And they always got, a, like, a, a, a different cover. Like, I, I actually bought the last one. The uh, 2018 one, if I'm not mistaken. And that's where I got all the combo and all the hearts and the food and shit. This one's going to have all the new shit. But I feel like they disrespected him so hard on the cover. It just shows how much they give a fuck about Trunks. Like, literally, when Super came back, they changed his hair color and expected nobody to say nothing. <laughs> also, weird shit. And nobody, people kind of said something, but it looked good. So nobody was really, really mad. But and because they made that Boma's hair color too, so it was kind of like, all right, whatever, we'll rock with it. And that, yeah, that's, that's Boma's. Uh, that's Boma's hair color too. I feel like Trunks's hair color was supposed to be that original. Mixed. I don't know how they landed with uh, purple. Well, purple wow. always made sense to me because it's a mixture of Vegeta and, and Boma. It's black and, and blue. Yeah, and Boma actually her original hair color was purple, like in the manga. True. 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 So that's like a that's probably another reason too. They probably did that as like an ode to her, but they just probably made super hair green just to match Bulma's. Well, it's not even green. It's like a light. It's like a turquoise. Yeah, like a light, like a blue green, bluish green kind of thing. Yeah, kind like of weird. Water. But like, I, like even whenever they after they ended the Zamasu arc and they started the Dark Terminal arc and nobody thought of even mentioning Trunks or trying to find a way to get Trunks. It's like he's not even the type of character you take serious. I had said somebody like he's the new Gohan and. Fucking Faye was mad about to bite my head Bro, off. Bro, if we're going to be serious about Dragon Ball Super here for a second, you shouldn't take any character serious that's not Goku or Vegeta or Frieza. Because for some reason, uh, Akira Toriyama has a big thing with Frieza so that he cares about him. So, like, those are the only three characters that really matter in that show at this point in time. Yeah, at, at first it was Yamcha and Krillin that got nerfed. And then... Uh, Tien and Piccolo got nerfed, and yeah. then 
everybody got Yamcha and Krillin. Like even Gohan, they let Goku's first son get nerfed. Goten then, was then, nerfed as soon as he was introduced. That's what I was about to say. Then Trunks, it went. Gohan got nerfed. Well, Trunks got nerfed as soon as he left because he became a kid. And then Gohan got nerfed. And then Trunks and Goten got nerfed again. After it was like, oh, y'all can go Super Saiyan 3 really fast, but look, you niggas still can't do nothing. So, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, we go Super Saiyan God and all. Yo, catch yeah, catch up. Chill out. But y'all, y'all not doing shit. I, I saw people on Twitter arguing. One guy specifically, he was arguing. Um, I wish I knew his, his, his at. But he said Trunks was just there to touch down, cut Freeze in half, and show how strong he was, how easy he went Super Saiyan. So he could be the next bar for Vegeta because Vegeta hadn't gone Super Saiyan, and the next bar for Goku because Goku wasn't going Super Saiyan two, I don't think yet, and he he wasn't getting that fucking transformation like it was nothing. He had just beat Freezer. I so mean that saying, is that is true. Like if Trunks was just meant to like do that, and after that they just had nothing to do with him. I mean honestly, if you look at the story structure, like if Trunks doesn't come, like. Yeah, they never go Super Saiyan 2 because Trunks makes them go train in the hyperbolic chamber. Trunks tells them there's a way to ascend the Super Saiyan. Like, no, that person's right for sure. And, and like, it sucks is, to say, but, like, it's true. You never really see him do shit after that. He goes back to the future. But people were, like, this post made people, I don't know if they had a lot of dormant Trunks haters or if, like, people just started reflecting on Trunks and just going in on him. But I was hearing all kinds of different angles. And to me, Trunks is one of my favorite characters in oh, the series. Dude. He's one of the most badass. I love that's him. Why that's why the Cell Saga is one. That's why the Cell Saga is my favorite saga. I love oh, what yeah. they did with Trunks and Gohan, and it just that's why Dragon Ball Z holds a place in my heart. That's like a lot of anguish, a lot of happiness, and then still at the same time a lot of anger because it's like, bro, you have this gold, and yet you still you refuse to tell more more stories that are I don't necessarily need full metal alchemist levels deep but my god you could give me a, some type of storyline and progression that's more than just goku and fighting like you have really cool characters and you set something up where gohan was supposed to do something like you just let everybody down like, yeah, if, I'm, right. if i'm being really really honest it, it was uh it's been a big letdown so far i feel like everybody was expecting super to come back as well they yeah. kind of held back to let uh one piece that p get some time which is a really good decision i feel but they shouldn't have got people hyped with the, the even the thought of them like dropping super and returning it soon. Cause you it, yeah, cause oh, it's not coming. I I don't know when it's coming back. They I feel like they're gonna wait till a bunch of arcs get done in the manga because we're still not done with the recent arc. Like super might not be back for another two years. I'm hearing uh, talk of them making the moral arc into a movie and not even coming back for the new season yet. Mm, see, three years, three years. Let's make it three. Be mad. Like I, I don't know if I'd be mad if I got a, a moral movie and it was Battle of God's uh, Revival of F quality. The only thing I'd yeah. be mad about is if the anime would come back, they would probably reanimate that shit into the first season when Super coming back and piss oh, yeah. me support off. No, the first two seasons because you get Broly when you just come back and then you get. <sighs> Yeah, don't don't even don't even act like that's not that's there. Oh, that's probably what they're gonna that's what they're gonna do to make more money. And like look, bro, at this point in time, with all the amazing anime and manga that are out, I don't know necessarily if 
I am clamoring for a Dragon Ball Super continuation. The Tournament of Power was great, but you're not going to go into any of those characters. You're not going to give us what we want about the different gods fighting or different things like this. No, we're going into another direction where Goku's trying to get Ultra Instinct forever, and then Vegeta's doing some sort of training. Maybe it'll come back around. Who knows? But as of now, I truly think the marketplace doesn't need Dragon Ball Super right now. Like, 100%. The marketplace does not need it. The marketplace is thriving on new content, and I think it's better for it. And that's no disrespect to Super, to Z, to because they set the foundation. Like we always say, they're the grandfather. I just think the marketplace is so healthy right now with great storytelling. It'll just give us bad vision of what Dragon Ball Super is. The more we continue with no character development, the more we continue with leaving plot holes, leaving plot threads unwound or untied up, it's just going to show us more and more of the negative side of what we love instead of just letting it be where it's at and letting it be legendary forever. I feel like it's, it's still going to go on for as long as, they could, as long as they could milk it. And I feel like it's always going to be around maybe even top 10, top 5 sales. But I feel like the longer it goes, the the lower it's gonna it's gonna rank because there's so much now. Like that, maybe whenever Battle of Gods and Revival of F, the movies were coming out, it was probably doing crazy numbers, top three numbers of the year as far as the uh, movie sales. And when Super Poly came back, it was probably not doing so good with the first two seasons. But whenever you got to the you know the Future Trunk shit and the uh, the turn the and the Tournament of Power shit. I feel like the numbers were probably, you know, ranking super high for the year. So I feel like they'll come back and do that every once in a while. But are, are you saying super? You think super's in the top manga sales for like th- this past year? Ah, I feel like it has to be. I feel like it's not. It, it, it can't be up there above anything like my hero. It's not it the top. It's, it's not in the top ten. I don't even think it's above Boruto. And it's it literally one piece is well. For the past month, One Piece is one, but in September, One Piece was one. Demon Slayer, Promise Neverland, uh, Spy Family, which I which I've read a little bit of and I love. Food Wars, Kono Oto Tamare, Jujutsu Kaisen, which I bro, I tweeted this earlier. JJK is the shit, and then Black Clover, and then a fan book of of uh of uh oh Love Is War is also up in there. So I mean. Look, man, in the top... That's the thing, too, because they only drop one chapter a month. Everybody else is dropping, like, three a month. True, 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 true. When the anime is popping, I'm talking about, like, the the ratings of the anime. Like, you can't lie. Whenever the Tournament of Power and the the Trump shit was was dropping episode by episode, niggas was on that shit the day it dropped. I wish... I wish we could... I wish we could see because that was kind of at the start of like the new anime boom. I wish we could. I wish it was in the marketplace today, competing against the Demon Slayers and the My Heroes. Because I don't think its numbers would be. No, but the thing is, it would. But uh, whenever the first the first half of Super came out, right? That's right around the time as one punch as One Punch Man. One Punch Man got it shine. Nobody was checking for Dragon Ball Super. It was cool, but everybody was annoyed that we were getting that stupid ass Battle of Gods arc. But it didn't. It's Dragon Ball. They could afford to drop three trash seasons and flop on TV as long as they come back with that fourth season and just roll people back in to get more uh, sales to the games, the <laughs> figures, and whatever. Just basically the machine. So Dude, you, I feel like- you niggas are easily to predict. You niggas just love good fights and transformations. And I'm not saying me specifically because I'm the one of those people who I hate the first two. What do I mean? I say the first two. I don't like the Battle of Gods arc. 
in the anime because I'd rather just watch the movie because the movie was executed so perfectly. Uh, Revival of F, that movie was executed very well as well, but I, I do like certain aspects of that art compared to uh, the movie because they give you a lot of bonus content in the Frieza art season-wise versus the movie. And, and Battle of Gods, it's just like they were stretching shit too much. It was like, oh my God, why are y'all doing this? So if they do that again with the Broly movie and do that again with the moral movie, if they do do a moral movie and bring it back and do both of those seasons, which is highly likely, they would have to come back with something legendary like the Tournament of Power, except more legendary than that. Because if you're decreasing as far as Super, because Super's already dec- uh, decreasing, if that's a word, off of uh, <laughs> Z. So if you come out with the Super 2 and it's worse than Super 1, people are really going to start... Uh, disconnecting and dissociating with the series so i feel like they would have to have something to where they're building off of it making it better and if they even do the broly and moral seasons versus the movie it would have to be way more bonus content you'd have to give us a lot more extra shit it would have to look good it wouldn't and honestly that point you just made I think that's why it's not back yet, because they don't have anything flame. They're just waiting to see if Toriyama gives them something flame, and if not, I think it's just going to be movies, and then that's just it until... And he's just giving them random sauce. Like, that whole fucking Future Strongs arc was random sauce to me. I feel like that shit was just there to have new shit. And he threw in some Vegito action, yeah, no. Which that's... is going to be... It, it's cool. It's just basically like you're getting their ass-catching Pokemon in the Dragon Ball verse. Like, basically, it's just going to go on forever. Goten and Trunks are going to be fucking 11 for the rest of their fucking lives. <laughs> uh, that shit is ridiculous. Like, Gohan I'm, is never going to shine again. I'm going to go watch Izuku Midoriya do his thing. <laughs> exactly. y'all, y'all can go chill I, over there. I would love to see them continue to roll out movies and roll shit out like that, but like, I was one of those people who was hyped for Super to come back as far as a show. But now I'm more just, give us some quality movies like Broly. If you do the moral shit in the movie, I'd be hyped for that. I'll go watch it. Yeah, I'll go watch it. I would love to see them do more crossover specials like they did the uh, one with Toriko, One Piece, and Dragon Ball. That would be amazing to watch. I do like watching... One Piece and and all the other shit's like, nigga, you need me more than I need you. (laughs) Yeah, low key, but imagine if they did uh, crossovers with some of the newer generation. Oh, canon. That's a whole different conversation that we could... I would love to tackle that at some point, but... Let's jump to, real quick, because we gave them enough a tangent for the day, us talking about DB Super, but that was good because of the Trunks thing that was relevant in the topics. Let's get to Fire Force. We got to review episode 13 and 14. We'll just do them as one. I'll read the the, uh, the kind of uh, the blurb blurs. Uh, episode 13, the trap is set. With Konoro's help, the members of the 8th begin investigating events in the 7th jurisdiction. Chaos breaks out of one dozen cases of mistaken identity crop up in the townspeople turn against each other. The eighth comes under attack from the white clad, a.k.a. the evangelist or evangelist. How the fuck you say that shit? The white clad people. So basically this episode, uh, Koro explains to uh, Konoro explains to Bini Morrow like, yo, we got to trust the eighth. The eighth aren't doing anything wrong. And then uh, Bini Morrow's going all around the town and he's seeing that other townsfolk are experiencing that 
different people are mixing up other people. And it wasn't just him with uh, Obi. He sees it's happening all over the town. He's like, what's going on? The white-clad evangelists make their mood. They attack members of the 8th, and they hold it down. And then at the end of the episode, we see Shinra and Arthur fighting uh, the bow staff member and another member of the 8th. That's pre- uh, another member of the evangelist. That's how that episode ends. Episode 14, I'm going to just read the quick synopsis, and then me and Chris will discuss. As uh, Asu... Asa Kasa burns around them. Konro encourages Benimaru to step into his role as community leader. Benimaru devises a way for the town people to follow the designs of the imposters among the crowd. Konro reaches out to Shinra to help. Benimaru tells the town people to fight each other till the death. Well, not till the death, just beat each other's asses pretty bad because the white clad can't take the pounding that this town, the District 7, can give. Uh, the white clad art guy's like, this isn't art, this is just brutality. Benimaru ends up going to where Asta is fighting this, de- uh, not Asta, Lord, where Shinra and Arthur are fighting this demon inferno because he grew horns. Benimaru's like, I'm going to take him. They start fighting. They're flying into the sky. The arrow shooter, white clad, shoots an arrow at him trying to kill Benimaru. And Shinra hears this. He This is where we see his first instances as an Iadola link and Iadola burst. We'll talk more about that next episode when they explain that more. But his Idola burst powers go off because he hears uh, Konoro tell him, like, Shinra, can you save Binimaru? He hears her across the way. He goes and kicks the air out the way, saves Binimaru. Binimaru destroys the Inferno, and then the 7th and 8th become cool. Chris, what did you think of episode 13 and 14 of Fire Force? Uh, I liked it. You know, you know, for me, the highlight of the episode was the fights. Uh, and episode 13, um, Arthur and Shinra fighting those, those white, white clad, white clad motherfuckers. That shit was iconic seeing, uh, Arthur work the sword, seeing the little teamwork they had going on, how even to get to him, like how the shots were fired. They were trying to see where the shots were fired from. And, uh, Arthur was like, man, tell me where it's at, but don't give me no directions and shit. Just let me know, use easy words. Cause I'm fucking... And Shinra, that, that got, it, it threw me off a little bit because of the comedy with the, the intensity, the, like the intensity of the situation. But it was funny seeing this dude, his personality shine. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Arthur's one of my favorites. Uh, and then the second episode, episode 14, seeing the whole Benny Maru versus the demon with Shinra kind of fight. That was that was fun as fuck to watch. Uh, a lot of the backstory shit was cool too, but it didn't really catch me like the fights did. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like, look, the backstory with the seventh, that's all good, you know. It's not really... It, it, a, it is cool. It is really cool, though. It's to explain, like, who these guys are, and it's good for people who are Benny Maru fans, and I enjoyed the backstory, but it doesn't necessarily progress Shinra's story in the eighth. It just gives them another, like, you know, another clue it to where we're going. It, cool too. it makes it cool when they link up at the end, and it's like, okay, because at first, you could tell Benny Maru and the gang, they didn't that whole fuck squad, didn't him, yeah. About, yeah, they didn't give a fuck about nobody in the empire. They didn't give a fuck about uh, all, all, all the jurisdictions, the fire force. Yeah, they didn't care about anything. And now, especially, like, they, especially uh, team eight or whatever, because like they they look at them like we our own shit. Seven, we do our own thing over here. We completely separate. And eight's trying to fuck with us, but we just don't fuck with new niggas like that. It's like no new friends. We day ones only. And they're like, no, but we really cool. We really <laughs> we really are cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and we should see him finally let that wall down was good. Yeah, that was fire. And then it gives them a new ally in the fight to finding 
who the source of the spontaneous combustion is. This is a good end to a mini arc. Uh, and we got to get see how strong Shinra needs to progress to because these demon infernos are super strong. For him to be able to beat them, he's gonna have to master his powers of the Idola burst. Yeah, and the villains are getting pretty crazy too. Like the white clad guys, uh, they're probably the most intense villains we've gotten so far, and we've actually seen do some shit because a lot of the other villains and anti-heroes we've seen, we haven't really seen them get get in there yet. You know what I'm saying? And the next episode picks up even crazier because you find out more shit. Like, the show starts to snowball after you meet Benny Maru. I think it gets better and better because it opens up. And I remember I came to tell you one day when we were doing this pod, I was like, bro, Joker isn't even, like, really a villain. I kind of see Joker as Orochimaru, and you're starting to see that because there's these evangelists, and then, like, Joker's doing his own thing. Like, we still don't know what's up with him. So there's these multiple sides of this, like, who's really evil, who who's really the fire force has to take out, and I love that they're setting up multiple villains, because if these guys are that strong, I can't wait to see how strong Shinra's brother Sho is, because he's in charge of all these fucks. Right? That's gonna be crazy whenever they bump heads, finally. Mm-hmm. So fire force is picking up. Solid, solid uh, episode. This is just episode 14. It feels like we've had way more episodes of Fire Force. So it's moving along quite well for the season. Let me give it its props where it's due. Let's jump to something that Chris hit me up immediately when he's found out some of the stuff that was going on. He was like, bro, this season getting wild. And I was like, bro, it's, it's, it's going to be the best season yet. Let's talk My Hero <laughs> Academia. S- episode 65 overhaul. We'll, we'll go episode by episode with these because one's a villain episode, one's a hero episode, and we need to break down both. Uh, episode 65, Overhaul. Overhaul pays a visit to the League of Villains. Midori tries to find a place to do his work study. Midori basically is seeking counsel from Mirio, telling him, like, like I need I can't find where I can do my work. And he's like, why not Sir Night Eye? And, oh, no, that's who, um, not Mirio. What's his name? Grant Torino tells him why not about Night Eye, Sir Night Eye, and he's like, uh, why don't you ask All Might? And All Might's like, I can't really help you because we have some tiff going on. Why don't you ask Mirio? He's like, Mirio? He's like, yeah, he's a sidekick there. And Mirio's like, yeah, I'll introduce you. And he brings him to Night Eye's office. And Night Eye's like, uh, you're not funny. Basically, Mirio's like, if you make him laugh, you'll be in. And Midori does this impression of All Might. Night Eye's like, bro, this ain't funny. But that leads into the next episode. But let's talk about the overhaul shit. Overhaul walks into the League of Villains and just starts acting like a boss. Kind of, uh, kind of punk Shigaraki. Oh yeah, that that busted my head when I saw that because I'm not expecting. I'm, I'm hearing all this talk about Overhaul and having he's about to have his arc, and um, I know he's going to play a significant role in this season. But I, I did not expect him to just bust into the League of Villains and just start checking niggas and shit. This nigga actually murked somebody. He caught a body. Yeah, he killed one of the League of Villains members like that. He was like, bro, no, don't come touch me, nigga. I say what I want to say. Basically, he told Shigaraki was thought that twice brought him in to recruit him to join the League of Villains. And Chisake is like, nah, dog, I'm here to take over. I'm here to use y'all name to get to get the Yakuza back on top. Y'all got the clout. I got the real strength in the master plans. You cl- Basically, you clout niggas don't know how to use what you got. Let a real nigga come fuck with it. Like, that's basically what he told him. Yep, and when they try to re- they try to rebuttal and try to be like stand up for themselves, and they just caught the body and was like, "Look, bro, I ain't really, I ain't really want to even come over here with all that." You know what I'm saying? I ain't really want to kill none of y'all niggas like that. That's y'all homie getting out of line. I don't know. I've already done too much. I said yeah. what I got to say. 
I'm, and I'm I'll, dipping. I'll, I'll sit on that, you know what I'm saying? Y'all sit on that for a little while. Just know if y'all play with me, y'all end up just like him. You feel me? I really I just know. I really don't want to have to fuck y'all up. Like, I'm trying to be cool. I'm trying Yo, to offer he really y'all told him. He really threw the card and was like, bro, y'all sit on that news. <laughs> and, bro, like, he really, because he really told him, literally, he was like, look, I really ain't trying to kill y'all. After he killed somebody, like this nigga murked somebody. I'm like, look, bro, I'm not, I'm not even on that shit, son. Like, you know what I'm saying? If y'all wouldn't be trying to fuck with me, yeah, like, look, if y'all just leave me alone and let me do what the fuck I want to do, and y'all, y'all just do my man, yeah, like, y- y- y'all, y'all understand? Should go a lot more smoother if y'all just do what the fuck I tell y'all. I'm y'all's new boss, basically. I know y'all not gonna like it. I know y'all think I'm not y'all boss, but I'm basically y'all boss regardless of what y'all think. <laughs> And he just dipped out. Yo, you know, see Rocky react to that was like, that made me, I was like, oh shit, this dude is the man. He's sitting there. He, you just got shitted on and you you tried to act hard for your gang, trying to be a good leader of your gang, but you just lost it. So like you. Pretty much. That round one went to uh, overhaul for sure. You know oh, what yeah. this, you know what this season is? This season is really the bar set for, we know what Midoriya and Shigaraki are striving for in terms of all for one and all might, but how do they get there? And bars are set, being set this season that they have to surpass to get to the next level. For Midoriya, he has to surpass the villain of Overhaul, his first true villain, as well as surpass Mirio, the level of hero set, which we will get to the next episode. Why that's such a big deal? But Shigaraki has to pass the bar of yo, this Overhaul Yakuza dude has like plans. He's serious. He he, ha- he knows what he wants. He knows how he's accomplishing it. He's taking step by step to do it. I'm just relying on all for one. And now that all for one's gone, how do I move by myself? So bars are being set on both sides. And it's interesting to see our main hero and main villain have to surpass through those bars. Facts. And that's that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy to watch. It, uh, that, that makes this show so great. Also speaking, whenever um, Deku met uh, what's his name? Uh, Sir uh, Night Eye. Sir Night Eye. Night Eye. Uh, seeing him meet All Might's sidekick and meeting All Might's sidekick, I didn't even remember All Might even had a fucking sidekick. I'm like, oh wait, this is a superhero world. Yep. Uh, meeting him, it's like, what the fuck? So this is All Might's sidekick? And Whenever we- uh, Mario told him about the laughing shit, I was like, what? What? Yeah, make him laugh. Like, that's a weird little quirk. Like, I'm not saying quirk, <laughs> no but it's like a weird, like, personality trait. No, I feel exactly what you're saying. And then, might as well jump into episode 66. Izuku battles Night Eye so he can do his work study at Night Eye's agency, but Night Eye has someone else in mind to be All Might's successor. That's the big secret of this whole season that's going to be progressing is Night Eye believes that Mirio should be the one that got one for all. He told All Might. Like, yo, bro, it should be Mirio. All Might was like, I don't know, fam. I ain't really, I ain't really feeling all that. I'm rocking with Azuka. He chose Midoriya, and Midoriya's finding this out from Night Eye, and he's like, Yeah, bro, you're not good enough. If you pass my test, I'll give you the I'll give you the stamp for you to stamp it yourself. And he's basically getting in his head the whole time. Midoriya battles back, blah, blah, blah. And then he doesn't really succeed, but Night Eye sees in his failure that. He missed every piece of All Might paraphernalia in the office trying to keep that stuff pristine quality. And he was like, bro, you jumped around the room like Gran Torino with such precision while keeping in mind all my precious works of art. And you were trying to devise a plan like that. Maybe you are special. 
but he's like, I'm going to accept you just so I can show you what special really is and make you give up one for all. So Midoriya has to prove that not only is he capable, but that he's a better choice than Mirio, which is insane. And I, I, I hit you up episode 65. Like, whenever we was at episode two of season four, I was like, whoa, whoa, so wait. Like, because I think they just dropped that bomb, like, at the end of the episode. Casually. Yeah, dude. Like, just like nothing up. Like, oh, shit. So you telling me Mirio was supposed to be All Might, but then he passed his quirk down to Deku instead. And now Mirio is still around. Like, that's a fucked up situation. Like, yeah. It's like, like that's a weird that's, thing. That's some girlfriend shit. Like, the girl you were talking to. Y'all were talking for a bit, but then she ends up going to pick another dude, and then like you go to the club and you see her and that other dude out, and it's like, whoa, what do we do here? And she's still trying to keep you in the friend zone, like, yeah. like y'all cool still and shit. Like <laughs> then she making you chill with the new niggas, like y'all be cool. It's like whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> Fuck no! I'm sitting there like Muriel's taking this super, super mature. He's taking this like very, very maturely. But bro, he, but he's part of the big three though. Like he sees that. Even with like, even without one for all, he feels that he could be the number one hero. He's like in line. that All Might passed his power down to Deku, but I don't. Nah, yeah, I don't think that shit instantly. I don't think like they told like even from where I'm at in the manga, I don't think Mirio like knew he was. I don't think he like knew he was supposed to be the successor. I just think. He always just aspired to be the number one hero. If I'm not mistaken, I may be wrong, but like I'm pretty sure you're right on that because I don't think he knows. But he got the whole. He got the whole. Uh, he just looks like all my guy. He got the whole uh, the whole all my look and everything down pat. Um, it's just fucked up how he was really supposed to be the the, the actual successor and ends up being Deku. And I'm I'm itching to see Deku prove to Night Eye that he is the successor. He's the rightful successor. And yeah. I feel like he could, I feel like he could do it. I'm rooting for him as the underdog, and I feel like he fucks with all my hard enough. I, I feel like I, I, he's gonna get there eventually. He has to be the new number one hero by the end of the series. By the time they they do a time skip, by the time that he's in real world hero, he has to be all might's perfect replacement. He has to surpass all might. Yeah, and we shall see how our boy Izuku gets there. But this episode ends really with the mission beginning. We see Night Eye give them the mission that they're supposed to track this guy named Chisaki, named Overhaul. Boom, the connection is there. They're just tracking him because he's on the move again. They're trying to figure out what the Yakuza is doing. All Mirio, Bubble Girl, and Midoriya have to do is just trail uh, these leads and see where they go. Midoriya, we see, well, we see Midoriya walking on the street. We see this little girl running through a hallway as like the post credit scene. And she's like, help me, help me. She bumps into who you guessed it, our hero, Deku. And Deku's like, what's wrong, what's wrong? And then all of a sudden, out of the darkness, he sees this mask and it's fucking overhaul. And that's how the episode ends. Next episode, we jump straight into the shits of the, the mission, overhaul, and everything. This is when the snowball begins to tumble. Also in this episode, which is something key, my friend Schubert asked me, he was like, yo, Lyndon. And we talked a little bit about this Bros Who Binge, and I told him to listen to the free review here. And he was like, yo, Lyndon, what about everybody else? This season seems like it's very heavy Izuku Midoriya, very heavy Mirio, very heavy overhaul. Would we have any other heroes? I said, funny enough, you asked that. I said, did you watch the episode close enough? And I'm going to ask you, Krissa. Well, you already know because I think I told you. But for everybody who is listening, 
they told you who the, who's going to be main in this season next in this in this episode right here. Aizawa, Eraserhead, told you. Uh, yes, I definitely saw that. One of the big three wanted to sit with Karishima, and I forget his name. I think his name is Star Eater. And then uh, Hado, the other big three, wanted to sit down with Ochako and Froppy. That's your cast of characters for this season from the 1A class. It's Froppy, Ochako, Karishima, and Midoriya. And didn't, uh, shit, I forget his name. Oh, and, to- and Tokiomi. Yep. Yeah, Tokiomi. But that's big for next season because they introduced, or well, maybe that's going to be later this season, but they introduced the number two pro hero, Hawks. That's big. That is crazy. That, so, that's some crazy shit. That's a big internship for Tokyo. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I feel like now we're about to start seeing a lot of progression because these kids is in the real world now. These kids are like, they've got their licenses. The only two dumbasses that don't got their fucking licenses was Todoroki <laughs> and, uh, and Bakugo. I love seeing Todoroki be like, damn, bro, we got to catch up. And Bakugo was sitting there like, bro, shut the fuck up. I know we got to catch up because he said that shit like three times. And Bakugo was getting madder and madder. I like seeing that because it's like, Bakugo... I feel like that's perfect that he didn't get his license, but Todoroki getting thrown in there too is like, damn, son. Both of these niggas is like two promising characters that need to catch up. And but it's going to awesome. be fun seeing them play catch up as well. But isn't that amazing? Which show is is ballsy enough to take two of their biggest stars and say, you know what? We're going to take a season and not focus on y'all, focus on other people. But at the same time, because we're not focusing on y'all, that's giving you character development because the promise y'all had came with flaws, and if you fix those flaws, you'll be even more promising than you were before. Exactly. So you they're not just sitting out on some Krillin, Gohan, Yamcha, getting nerfed shit just to make it the Azuku show. Um, they're actually taking a backseat for a reason, and they're, they're yeah. taking a backseat to grow and to get better as characters yeah. to where you've seen them and their character flaws since season one. You've seen them grow slightly uh, through season two and season three. But they needed a real wake-up call. Yeah, you, you saw by the end of season three, they thought they were really growing and they really weren't growing as much as they needed to. And you saw that 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 loss as, as the form of not getting their um, their license. It was like a slap in the face. And it was like, oh my God. Yep. I and now, they're, they're, and everybody's really facing a dose of reality. They are. But at the same time, Midori, yes, you have problems, and yes, you you it hasn't been an easy road, but for the most part, you've you've haven't had any real, real, real problems, like real test of your character. Like you've had some, but this is the first true test of your character. A guy that you see as a great hero got passed up because of you. Are you worthy enough to take the torch? And how do you prove you're worthy enough? How do you get over this hump to show not only am I worthy, but All Might made the right choice? You don't want to let All Might down, but also you don't want to let yourself down. And in the back of your mind, if I'm not good enough, maybe I pass on one for all to Mirio. Like, that's crazy. That's a, that's adversity, too. Yeah, I feel, this is kind of random. I feel like we didn't even speak on um, uh, Night Eye's quirk, did we? Because, like, his quirk is... I feel like that shit is... It's weird. Like I, I didn't want to speak on it because next episode they'll explain it a lot more, and I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, because I was say they talked about a lot as far as the quirk and what it did uh, when he was using it on Deku, but I think it was like a narrator or something saying it. Yeah, it wasn't him. Basically, the quirk is they I'm gonna tell you how Deku. I'm gonna tell you how they explained it in that episode. I'll let them explain it more next episode. But basically, if he touches you. 
and then he stares you in the eye. He can look in for an hour. He can predict the future pertaining to you. And see, that's 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 such a that's exactly what I thought it was. But that's so weird. Like that's such a weird, oddly specific quirk. And I can't wait to think about. Think about how that fits with All Might being the attacker type and him being his sidekick. It kind of works. It kind of does work. It's like it's like you could be a strategist more. Yep, and he could like plan out everything for All Might to where All Might could take the least amount of damage. Remember that for next week's review. Remember, I like I gave you a tiny hint, and and I'm not saying any more about his quirk because that goes into next week's episode. I, I just think he's pretty cool. Why he has the little assistant. How he's uh, all might sidekick. You're the sidekick to one of the goat, like literally the number one hero, or the old. And number also hero. something that I don't also think we don't notice, but the beef, like the beef between All Might and Sir Night Eye, you think it's like All Might feels bad about it, and you think Night Eye would be bitter, but Night Eye still respects and loves All Might, like no, like nobody's belief. He just feels that his friend made the wrong choice, and he wants to prove that he's right. Exactly. And um, that's interesting because you see him say that. You see him sit there like, "Look, bro, all might I respect you and shit, but you fucking up with this one." And I, I respect your mind. I respect why you, I could see why you think this nigga would be the one, but he not. And I'm gonna prove to you why he not. Yeah, and I, that's why I'm gonna take him under my wing just to show you. Like that's exactly. crazy, bro. Good, good on my hero. What would you rate these episodes one through five? What would you rate the Fire Force episodes? Uh, five points episodes. I give them a strong, a strong four. But these yeah. my hero episodes, I give them a strong four, four, three, four, five, just for for straight lore. Yeah, the first, the the one with overhaul in, in the League of Villains, I'm giving a four three. This one, I'm giving a four five. I'm giving the latest Fire Force a four four, and I'm giving the one before it a solid four. Because the latest one, the fights with Shinra and all the Idola Burst stuff was great. Yeah, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give that one a four. The uh, second one, like the second one, mm-hmm. but the other one probably would make it a little bit. I, I don't know if I would give it a four. Or the the one before that, I probably give it a little bit lower than a four, like a three, three and a half maybe. But mm-hmm. I fuck with both of them. I, I, I'm watching. The more I watch Fire Force, like I'm, I'm kind of falling into it. But I, I, like, I know I'm not, I'm you're not, not there yet. There yet, you know what I'm saying? But I'm kind of still there, like. I know at Demon Slayer, it took me a while to be in. Like, I had my feet in the water, and I forget what point it was that I was, I was in. I don't know if it was whenever Nezuko kicked that demon's head off or what it was. It wasn't too far in, but there are certain shows you got you to gotta kind of let grow on you. Because even with Soul Eater, I fucked with Soul Eater super hard, but I, I wasn't. I was watching Soul Eater not week to week. I was marathoning. So, I think you're going to find the character next week to be very appealing for you in Fire Force. That's all I'm going to say. I'm gonna have to see what's up. We're gonna see next next episode of Anime Talk, but like I'm not gonna lie. Fire Force, it is entertaining, it's like just entertaining enough for me to keep watching. Like to me, I watched Vinland Saga after Fire Force and I already Ooh, passed. Ooh, you watched the latest episodes of Vinland? What you thought? No, I haven't I haven't watched 15 and 16 yet. I stopped at 14, but I'm like watch 15 and 16 together like a fucking, you know what I'm saying? I heard the okay. wait, are we on, we're on just 16 right right now, right? Uh, we got to, for us, to, uh, like, in general, watching people, yeah, it's 16 right now. So when we come back for next episode, we could talk about what we've seen in Vinland Saga so far bro, from where we last talked. Because like, from where we I, last talked, we got to talk fifth, we got to talk 14, 15, 16, and whatever else is released. Bro, Twitter was, like, the last episode that just dropped, I don't know if it dropped today or, or not today, but, like, a couple of days ago or whatever, but 
as soon as that bitch dropped, I saw people like multiple people talking about how it was gas, how like, oh shit, Vinland Saga new episode. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say nothing, like, but yo. Like I'm itching to watch that. Like I'm more hyped to watch uh Vinland than Fire Force right now. Like for me, at the beginning of the summer, you know, Demon Slayer was number one because it was going coming off spring. Uh but my favorite new one this summer, I was fucking with Dr. Stone, number one, uh Fire Force number two. Uh, Vinland number three. Uh, Vinland probably under something else. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I was watching something else. Like uh, I think I was watching Astro Lost in Space for a second. But um, now it's kind of like Vinland Saga number one, Doctor Stone and Fire Force kind of tied at number two. Man, you get and that Doctor Stone stuff. You already know how I feel about Doctor Stone. <laughs> now, I fuck with Doctor Stone, man. Doctor Stone is hitting, bro. It's just it's just a different kind of show. You feel me? It's not like it's not something that's going to be as serious as a, like, Fire Force and Vinland Saga and Demon Slayer. That's one of those heavy hitters you got you to gotta watch week to week. It's like you got to keep up with what's going yeah, on. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. I'll binge Demon, I mean, I'll binge Dr. Stone when it's all over. But then again, like, Dr. Stone might not be, like, your type of show. I know that's for sure, like, my type of shit. Like, with all the, just the comedy and just the... the, the I like the, reading the, it. I'll say that. Feel. Like it, I like it's dope to read too. Like that's the kind of manga I used to like to read as well. I felt the show's pacing is a little slower than the manga. It was. It definitely was slower than I thought it was going to be. I thought the show was going to be paced a lot faster. So I feel like that's how they have to. They're going to keep making these episodes week to week. I feel like they're not doing these episodes that far ahead of time. They're going to keep probably. I don't. How did they? Is the season over? I don't think so. I, I think it, how long are they gonna keep going? I wonder how long the first season is. I don't know. I'll look that up for next time. I'll let you know as soon as I find out, though. But I feel like they gonna keep they gonna keep just dropping and dropping and dropping because it's not nothing that has to be executed super crazily uh, animation wise. There's not nothing that's gonna be like breaking the budget. That's gonna be like time uh, consuming. That you're gonna be rushing to hit the deadline, or it's gonna look ugly. That's uh, like One Piece stampede. Yeah, they're not gonna have nothing uh, that. That great quality wise. In yeah. speaking, not to shit of, on them, but that's just not. The oh yeah, no, 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 yeah, not not to shit on Doctor Stone. We, I'm just I'm just fucking around with Doctor Stone fans. But speaking of One Piece Stampede, Chrisa, yo, that movie was dope, bro. Yeah, like, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I was uh, amazed at what I saw. Like my goodness, I'm not like I'm not the biggest fan of non-canon movies, and this movie's not necessarily canon. Like some of the stuff is, like of course, Laugh Tale. Or or Raft Tale, the final island hey, where the One Piece is. You, we don't gotta say spoiler alert, but yeah, all right. Oh yeah, we're spo- yeah, we're spoiling. Spoiler alert. We're gonna talk about some shit. So if you don't want to hear certain shit, because there's certain shit that happens in there that's just we about to spoil the whole movie. You know what I'm saying? Pretty much, yeah. No, one hundred percent. Good, good, good looking out, Kristen. But yeah, so we the movie is basically this pirate fest is being put on by Grand Festa or no Buena Festa. And he teamed up with the, a member of the Roger Pilots known as Bullet. Bullet is arguably the, the second strongest person on the Roger Pirates under Roger. Uh, he was grew up in this war-torn land. He was just beating people's ass. He left because the army betrayed him. Roger found him. They fought. Roger beat him. He was like, yo, you can fight with me and you can challenge me as much as you want. And Bullet found a home. When Roger got executed, Bullet went on a rampage. The Marines stopped him with a buster fucking call, which is crazy. 
put him in Impel Down. Blackbeard, when he did the whole Impel Down stuff, broke him out. And that's the movie. Buena Festa's like, yo, let's do this pirate fest. I'll bring all the pirates here. And you could challenge them. You can beat them. All the pirates are coming to this to this uh 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 to this pirate festival. You got Captain Kidd, you got Hawkins, you got X Drake, you got Capone Beige, you got Jewelry Bonnie, you got a Rouge, you got Killer, you got Zoro, you got all the straw hats, Luffy, you see, you even see Foxy, you see Wapple, like this Bro, you got law. Everybody was there. Literally, literally everybody. Like you even see freaking the fishman Cammy and uh the octopus doing like some stand. Like I don't know if you were watching fast, but like you see little cameos of specific people that are in the uh in like the festival. Damn. Yeah. I don't think I noticed. I did I, I definitely didn't notice them. Yeah. Cammy the mermaid and then uh the uh I forget his name, but he's the octopus dude that uh that gets okay. shot by the by the ten year B two. I think it starts with an H, but I forget his name. Hachi something. Oh, Hachi. Yes, yeah, Hachi. Or Hachan. Is it Hachi? Yeah, it's oh, Hachi. Hachi or Hachan, one of those. But I, I didn't even know they were in the movie. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, But I'm true. not going to lie, but they had a lot of uh, a lot of callbacks to a lot of familiar faces. And it was a... Uh, some of them I weren't familiar with 100%, because you know I'm not 100% caught up. But seeing a lot of the faces I did see, like they brought back Crocodile. Like you, you saw yeah. a lot of different people in this movie. Smoker. Definitely yeah. everybody. Yeah, Smoker, definitely. You see Kobe. Yeah, Kobe makes an appearance. Like everybody Rob Lucci. A little time. Yeah, Rob fucking Lucci was in the movie. When I saw Rob Lucci, I love how cool Rob Lucci is. And Rob Lucci was on some stuff. sneaky, some sneaky government spy shit being in CP Ages Zero. Yep. Just I ain't gonna lie. He, he's badass. He's legendary for his own in his own right. You know what I'm saying? But all the legends came out in this game. And not this game, in this movie. And they really it was really beautiful to see it, it all come together the way it, it did. It felt like a, this movie really was like a culmination of the 20 years. It didn't feel like too, it wasn't too intricate of a story. It really felt like for One Piece fans that have been here for 20 years, for the 20 year anniversary, here's something for you guys. Because basically the movie is all these pirates get together. Uh, the treasure is on top of this like knock up stream, which is a callback to Skypea. They go up the knock up stream, they get to the top. It's this island that's on top of it. Uh, in the ship, there's a little box, which Nami's like, oh, that must be the good treasure. She's like, Luffy, go get it. All the pirates rush to go get it. Who ends up getting it? Buggy. Usopp steals it from Buggy. Then, boom, bullet comes, grabs Usopp, kicks Usopp's ass. The movie starts. Luffy's like, nah, bro, you're not about to fuck up my guy, Usopp. I'm going to fuck you up. And then, bro, boom. beat Usopp's ass, bro. Yeah, Usopp got but not just Usopp, then on top of it, when Luffy started fighting him for the first time, him and all the supernovas got beat. Kid, killer, uh, freaking Hawkins, Capone, Bay, all them niggas got beat up. Oh, yeah, and these got that fucking work. They got the asses handed to them on a silver platter. And then on the other side, we see Law, because Law was with the Straw Hats, and they and he took Law some of the sh- fucked up before, too. Like, Law yeah. was fucked up when you saw him. Law took some of the straw hats. They went to go investigate Buena Festa in the like seeing what he was doing in the underground. Smoker's doing the same. Smoker and Sanji are like, "What the fuck's going on?" And Sanji's like, "You Law, you take uh Robin and you take everybody else. You get out of here." So freaking Sanji's fighting Smoker, which I thought was a good fight. Wait, uh, you said who? Sanji was fighting Smoker. I got. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. 
So it, each of the Straw Hats had like one moment. That was Sanji's moment. So then Law and them Zoro find out. Quick moment. But I feel like I wish Zoro would have had a colder moment. Even Mihawk had a. Uh, had oh, a, we gonna get moment. We gonna get to that. So they find out that the Marines are about to do a Buster call, and basically the the Law. Sanji, Robin, Smoker group are trying to get back to the mainland to tell everybody, like, yo, Buster Call's coming. Meanwhile, while all bullets fighting um, Luffy and all the supernovas, like like uh, Chris has said, Zoro's trying to help get Usopp to the ship. As he's trying to get to the ship, freaking the Marines pull up, and Fu who strikes Zoro out of thin air but Fujitora, the samurai slashing admiral? That's who you didn't know who that was, huh? Mm-mm. Yeah, that's Fujitora. He a bad boy. He's a bad, bad man. He's blind, too. What the fuck? Yeah, that nigga blind. 100%. So Fujitora and Zoro start fighting, and Fujitora's like, look, Braun got time for this. And he sends a meteor down because he has the gravity, gravity fruit, throws that shit down. Zoro slices it, but the, the meteor splits in two, and then oh boy Mihawk comes in, destroys the rest of the meteor to bits and pieces. He just looks at Zoro like, you're not ready yet, champ. You're not ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's an amazing, amazing part. I love that shit right there. Because that was the three best swordsmen. Fujitora for the Marines. Mihawk is like the one that's the best best. And then Zoro, it's like, yo, that's what you're aspiring for, my guy. That's what you're aspiring for. But Luffy and the Supernovas get beat up. All the Supernovas get Send a, they just beat up and they go back to their ships, I guess. I don't know what happens to them after this. But freaking Bullet turns into this big mech because of his power. He accumulates the metal from his ship and he accumulate and he has a uh he has a type of devil fruit like Doflamingo. It's um what's the word? It's freaking I believe it's active. No, that's not the word. If I heard the freaking word, I know what it is. But basically he has his devil fruit unlocked. He can do he can mold his environment into his devil fruit almost. Like in the Doflamingo arc, you see what the true power of a devil fruit is. Oh, he awakened it. Yeah. Bullet has an awakened devil fruit. So that's why he turned to this big monster. And this monster's like biding time, waiting for the Marines to get there to show that I can beat a Buster Call. And then after I beat the Buster Call and all the Marines, I'm going to fight the Yonko to be the strongest person in the world. And then. Luffy's like beating up. Usopp's trying to drag him, trying to get him right. Like, you know, I got to save my nigga Luffy. And Luffy, who ends up saving him? Was it Chopper? Chopper hooked him up? Someone hooked uh, him up to me. It was Chopper and, uh, and Robin, right? If I'm mistaken. I don't know. I just remember Luffy just got up and was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> 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 He's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm going to fuck all this shit. I'm going to fight that nigga. While Luffy's getting ready to go fight this nigga, Law. Smoker, Boa Hancock, and Sabo are all like, nah, we gotta we gotta beat this nigga. How we gonna beat him? And Luffy just flies past with gear forth. They're like, oh, we'll make a hit, we'll hit him big enough for Luffy to fuck him up. And then Crocodile's doing some shit. Rob Lucci's doing some shit to help. But basically they, they just do this big combined attack and then they kind of weaken bullet. And then Luffy goes King Kong gun times like 50, punches him. Breaks the armor and then basically beats Bullet. And that's pretty much the end of the movie. I mean, like, it's just a big fight. That's pretty much yeah, all. It, it was a big fight. But whenever uh, Luffy gets his hands back on the treasure, bro, and mm. they find out what it is. Big and, moment. And, huh? 
I said, that's a big moment, but you, I knew Luffy was going to do that from the jump. Bro, that shit was just hilarious to see what it was. Like, oh, shit. And as soon as he finds out what it is, he breaks it. It's like, oh, my God. This nigga and was, I, like, literally fighting for shit the whole movie. And that was a good <laughs> call out from Usopp being that Usopp was like, yeah, bro, when I saw it, I knew you would break it. Because I don't know if you if you got to when they met Rayleigh, but Usopp was like, Rayleigh was like, I'll tell you how to get to the One Piece. And Usopp was like, tell us, tell us, tell us. And Luffy like punched him Oh yeah, him I remember specifically. The, yeah, Luffy punched him across the room. He was like, bitch, you're not telling nobody. Like, I'm yeah. like, bitch, we're gonna find it regardless. We're gonna find yeah, it you're out. not ruining, you're not ruining our adventure. So Luffy destroys the log post. It's an eternal post to Laugh Tale. And basically, Usopp's like, yeah, I knew you were going to do that. And everybody's like, wait, you did that? But now it gives the reason for the Marines to leave. It gives reason for everybody to escape. And then as they're trying to escape, Sabo throws, like, a fire pathway for them. And you see, like, the remnants of Ace. You know they had to throw Ace somewhere in there. So, <laughs> fucking, that's how that movie ends. But, nah, I dug this movie, man. This movie was really good. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I liked it a lot. Uh, 10 out of 10 for me, just for... The the sheer amount of action it had in it, the sheer amount of heartstrings it pulled, or not even heartstrings, but just callbacks to to different characters in the past. Some of some of my favorite characters showed up in here. Some of yeah. the most psychotic badass characters showed up in here. I the even like Buggy's clown fun. ass in this. Bro, Buggy Buggy did not upset me this whole <laughs> no. uh, this whole movie. Not one he was bit. Straight, he was straight comedy. I love Boa seeing Boa in this movie. Uh, I said on Twitter. Uh, Nami was the star of the show for me in that, that outfit. You know what I'm saying? I'm buying the figure already. <laughs> it's just twenty five dollars. I'm buying it. You know what I'm saying? The uh, the like yeah, the big figure, not the Ben Presto. The animation was beautiful. Yeah, but every every single scene was animated to perfection, as far as what I saw. Uh, I love watching the credits. Even it's just everything about it. It was just a, a, a wonderful experience. I love being in the theater with the people. Because uh, yeah. for certain parts, I I couldn't remember certain parts. I wish uh, I was thinking about them after I left the the theater. How for specific parts, everybody would laugh and everybody was like on the edge of their seat, like, oh, and everybody I, was like, oh. In mind, people would clap. Like when Law first appeared on the screen, everybody was like, yeah, Trafalgar D Law. When Zoro yeah, fought Fujikora, they were like, oh, everybody screamed. And when Mihawk did his thing, they were like, oh my gosh. And then when yeah, freaking... lie, those were two huge moments in the theater. Everybody was like in amazement. When Sabo popped up, that was another big one for us, my theater. When the laugh tail thing, when they showed what it was, everybody was like, oh, gasp. Like it, was, like, it was a lot of good moments in the theater. I love watching these movies with other anime fans in the theater. For sure. It's, it's, it's an amazing experience. Like, it's different watching it, watching it on, your, on your laptop, on your computer, yeah. on your uh, phone, on your PlayStation, your TV. Than in a room full of a bunch of strangers who you don't know anything about besides that they are that passionate. They're passionate enough to come see an anime movie in theaters. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> or does my kids? Whichever way you did it. So it's just you walk out of there, you looking at people, you're like, yeah, man, that was that was good. That was a hell of an experience to have. I'm, I'm gonna see it live in the movies instead of waiting for it to come out because just on that big screen. You could really see flaws uh, more when you're looking at yeah. or animation flaws, and I, I saw none. Yeah, I didn't see many. Like the CGI stuff when they did it, like you could, you knew they had to do it for that purpose. But other than that, everything was fire. So kudos to One Piece Stampede. That's about all the time we have for today, ladies and gents. Chris, tell the people they can find you at on social media. Man, you can find me at Chris SJE everywhere. New music coming soon. 
New pods being announced. New shows coming out soon. You feel me? Anime and Watch Pitch 2 on the way. Y'all look out, bro. We about to be dropping a lot more content. 100% y'all be sure to follow Chris. Uh, follow me at LynnBWT on Twitter. Follow Bros You Think at Bros You Think. Be sure to check out the latest episode of the Bros You Think podcast this upcoming Thursday. If you're listening to this now, the latest episode of Bros Who Binge is out. If you're a Watchmen fan, we've been reviewing Watchmen episode 2 titans the latest episode with jericho all that good stuff on the latest episode of bros who binge you can check that out today as well as check out if you're a sports fan check out the uh primetime episode for lsu lsu's number one in the country and they discuss all of that but you can find out all the stuff about our pods and more at twitter be sure to follow us at bros who think but for krista my name is Lyndon. we will talk to you guys in two weeks you guys don't get an episode next week because we're back to our normal schedule but we will talk to you guys in two weeks we'll, we'll have news and everything ready questions you guys send them in and we'll be answering but until next time you guys be safe be sound and have a good one peace too long, too long.